Welcome to the Anti-Burnout Club, an exclusive club for those who are over the hustle culture BS, those who are tired of burning out and feeling stressed, and those who want to thrive while still becoming a success. I'm Bex Spiller, an accidental poet, an anxious entrepreneur, and your host. Welcome to the club. Hello, and welcome back to the Anti-Burnout Club podcast. This week, I want to talk about setbacks because those who know me or are doing the challenge or our members will know that this week I experienced quite a large setback in running the current challenge. And um, I went through some horrible things this week that have just kind of thrown me off track. And that's what happens in life. You know, we never have this smooth ride of everything's going to be great 100% of the time. Even when we start with the best intentions around our goals or improving our well-being, life gets in the way and life throws lots of spanners in the works. So what I want to do today is go through some of the ways that we can kind of deal with these setbacks and get back on track and I know that many of you listening that have done perhaps one of our challenges or one of our courses you've probably experienced this you've probably gone in with the best intentions to do every single day of 31 days of wellness for example and then you get a week or two weeks or three weeks in something happens and you're thrown off track and what we do is we blame ourselves right so we go I knew I wasn't good enough. I knew I'd fail. This is all my fault. I've fallen off the wagon. All of these things. And we get into this kind of negative thought spiral where it's all our fault. We're useless and there's no point. And you might see this with anything. Let's say you've set a goal to go running a few times a week and then something happens and you miss one of those times. The next time it becomes harder to put your running shoes on and go out. And then it becomes harder and harder and harder until you just think, I'm not gonna do this anymore. I keep failing. I'm not good enough. There's no point. So if you've ever experienced this, if you've ever got into this kind of negative spiral of what's the point, then let me tell you, you are not alone. This is something that throughout my life, I've set myself, you know, these wonderful goals, or I really want to focus on my well-being or whatever else, something happens. And I've just thought, oh, what is the point? I definitely felt a little bit like that this week, you know, 31 days of wellness was going so well, and I was really happy and excited. And then I experienced a loss at the beginning of the week. And it just really threw me. And I know that when we go through things like this, perhaps the last thing on our minds is is well-being or whatever else. But actually, I needed that. I needed to start looking after myself. I kind of spent a day in bed eating crisps and chocolate, which is my kind of go-to. And the next day, I was like, no, I really need to start looking after myself now more than ever. I think this can be even harder when you have a few things go wrong at the same time as well so I know that another negative kind of thought spiral that we get into is why do these things keep happening to me why is the world throwing me all of these spanners all of these curveballs all I want to do is get my head down do the things that make me happy and then all of these things just keep coming at me 
and it feels like the world is against me. So I have experienced this a lot, especially when I was younger and going through a lot of things in quite a short period of time, I just thought, like, what have I done wrong? Who was I in a previous life that this is all happening to me at once? So these are all different types of setbacks. They might be small setbacks, like you've missed your alarm in the morning and that means you've missed meditation or yoga or whatever. And they might be big setbacks. They might be things like experiencing loss or experiencing lots of bad things in a short period of time that makes you just think, oh, what is the point? So I'm going to go through three key things that I like to do when I experience setbacks. And these are all kind of around building resilience and being prepared. So these are key ways to deal with setbacks. And for those who saw my TEDx talk or who will see it in the future when it eventually goes up on YouTube, these are kind of some of the key messages that I talk about and some of the key things that I'm really passionate about is how we can bounce back from these setbacks but without kind of the toxic positivity or the hustle culture that kind of comes sometimes with just get back on the horse you'll be fine because I don't think that helps anybody so I'm going to go through three key things that you can do but please remember that sometimes you just need that time I needed that time earlier on this week to just be and if that meant lying in bed eating crisps watching rubbish on tv that's what I needed to do so at no point do I want anyone to think oh, I've fallen off the wagon I'm useless if I don't get back on the horse right away then you know I've let myself down I've let everyone down because sometimes we do just need that time so the first thing that I want to talk about is the way that you talk to yourself. And I've kind of touched on this already, but you might notice that when you experience a setback, you start trash talking yourself, right? Like, it's my fault, I'm useless, I knew I'd fail, I'm not good enough. We don't say, oh, you know, that happened and that's throwing me off track. We just kind of put it all on our own shoulders. So. When we trash talk ourselves, all we're doing is we're further reinforcing that we're useless or that we can't do something. And all that happens is that this completely drains us of all self-esteem, all motivation, and we give in. We just go, well, yeah, actually, I'm right. I can't do it. You know, I don't know why I even bothered. We start believing this negative self-talk, and that makes it almost impossible to get back on track. As an example, earlier this week, when things all went a little bit wrong for me, I really, really struggled to get back in front of a camera and film lessons for the week because in my head, I was trash talking myself, right? I was like, you're no good, you're useless, you've let everybody down. And when I tried to get in front of a camera, my self-esteem was completely out of the window. I just thought, oh, I can't do this. I really can't do this. I couldn't even look at my own face. I tried filming a video, I went to edit it, and I just thought, oh, I can't, I can't do this. Look at me, like, what is wrong with me? And I started to believe that negative self-talk that I couldn't do it, even though for 15 months I've got in front of a camera pretty much every single day 
I started to believe that I couldn't do this anymore. So at the Anti-Burnout Club, we actually ban these phrases. I need to catch up and I'm falling behind. Because again, these are negative ways of talking to ourselves. Saying I need to catch up puts you in the mindset of you're already behind. It's so much harder to try and catch up than it is to just be where you are. And falling behind is exactly the same thing. You know, if you're running a race and you say, I'm falling behind, what happens to your natural motivation? Now, unless you are extremely, extremely Olympic athlete, kind of self-motivated, chances are you'll go, I'm falling behind, what's the point? And you'll slow down even more. And the same can be said with any goals that you set, anything that you want to bring into your life that you want as a habit. If you start to say, I'm falling behind or I need to catch up, you're putting yourself on the back foot already. So what we like to do at the Anti-Burnout Club is actually reframe this in a more positive way. So let's say, you know, you wanted to do all of the lessons of 31 days of wellness, you did 10, now you think you're falling behind, but actually, could you just say, this wasn't a priority for me yesterday, or it wasn't a priority for me last week. It's a priority for me today though. We're reframing this to say, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't important the other day. I didn't need to do that. I'm not falling behind. Today, however, this is a priority for me. This is important and I am going to do some of the classes. Or what about reframing to look at your success? So, I've actually managed to do 10 days of focusing on my well-being. That's 10 days more than I would normally. You know, like that's amazing. That's 10 days more than you did before. So it's not catching up, it's not falling behind. You've done amazing and telling yourself, I'll fit this in when it suits me, when it's a priority for me, this can help reframe it from, I'm useless, I've fallen behind, I need to catch up. So the next one that I have for you, take some time, take some getting used to, but it's one of the keys to becoming more resilient. And that's to see setbacks as opportunities. Now I know that this can be really hard, especially in the middle of a big setback, especially when something terrible has happened. It can take some time to get to this point. So I don't want anyone thinking, oh, you know, I have to see, the loss of someone as an opportunity because you know that that will take time and and it's only really many years later that I can process the loss of my own parents and see how that created opportunities in my life opportunities to learn opportunities to grow but it's not something that in the midst of suffering through that loss and that grief did I think oh, well, you know, this is a great opportunity for me to learn something that, you know, if someone said that to me in the middle of my grief, I'd be like, absolutely get lost. Like, <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about. So when we're talking about seeing setbacks as opportunities, what's important is that, again, you give yourself that time to process any kind of setback that you go through, big or small, before you look at it as an opportunity. And there's different ways that you can do this. One of the ways that I like to do this is to actually keep a thought diary. So what you want to do is every time you experience a setback, you can grab your journal or a piece of paper 
and ask yourself, how does this make me feel? Why does it make me feel that way? What can I learn from this? And how can I turn this into an opportunity? And you kind of keep going through this process with smaller setbacks, I'd say, you know, like missing your alarm or having a bad day at work or or whatever else, as opposed to the bigger ones for now. And the more you do this, the more automatic it becomes. Now, opportunities, it's a bit of an odd word. There's not really a better way of putting it, but an opportunity could be an opportunity to learn. You know, for example, I miss yoga. Now I've learned I don't have time for yoga every day, so I need to reevaluate my goals. Instead of, I miss yoga, I'm useless, Uh, I'm throwing in the towel, I can't be bothered. Or even a more blatant opportunity, like things aren't going great at work. So now I'm going to start looking for a job that I actually want that will light me up that, you know, is something that I've always wanted. So consider what those opportunities might be. It might be learning something from the situation. It might be a more blatant opportunity, like going after your dream job or whatever else. But every time you face one of these little setbacks, write them down and ask yourself those questions until it becomes more automatic. And then when it comes to the bigger setbacks, you can start your thought diary. So you could ask yourself, how does this make me feel? Why is that? And then leave a space for what can I learn from this and how can I turn this into an opportunity? And when you're done processing, when you're done healing, go back and fill those spaces in and see what you've learned and how you've grown. Okay, tip number three is have a plan B, but plan B to me is plan bare minimum. So what are your non-negotiables? If something throws you off track, your plan B, plan bare minimum, are the things that you promise yourself you'll do at the very, very, very least. So let's say one of your goals was to go running every day and you're really, really not feeling it. It's pouring down with rain, you're stressed, you're tired, you've had a really bad day. What's your plan bare minimum? Maybe it's going for a walk. Maybe it's a kitchen disco. If it's raining, maybe it's 10 minutes of an exercise video in your house. What can you set as a plan B? And this is bare minimum, right? So it's not, oh, if I don't go for a 10K run, I'll go for a 5K run. Because if you're not motivated or you're not feeling up to doing a 10K run, then a 5K run is probably out of the question as well. So what's your non-negotiable? And you can do this with pretty much anything. So I know, for example, like, I got a little bit into skincare over uh, lockdown thanks to a certain um, Instagram influencer. And I was like, I'm going to do this whole 10 step routine. And, um, you know, like all of this, like I'm going to put acids on my face. And I'm going to do this. and I'm going to do that. And it's going to be my new kind of healthy habit so that my skin's great. And then when I was having a bad day, I was like, I don't even want to wash my face right now. Like, I just cannot be bothered. Never mind going through this whole 10 step routine. And so I made it a plan B, this plan bare minimum, which was I'm going to use 
a bit of water on my face, wash my face and put some moisturizer on or if it's the daytime, put some SPF on and that is it. Like <laughs> that's my bare minimum. And turns out actually that was better for my skin <laughs> than the 10 step routine. So plan bare minimum was um, became plan A. But think about what your plan B could be for the days that you're really not feeling up to it. And whenever you're writing out new goals or plans or habits, anything, just think about what your plan bare minimum will be. This way as well, you'll feel accomplished. Even if you haven't done plan A, you've done the bare minimum, you've done something, whether that's the kitchen disco or washing your face with water or doing one yoga pose or doing 30 seconds of meditation or whatever else, you'll have accomplished something and it will be far less likely that you'll get into this negative thought spiral of I'm useless because you've done it, you've done something and this was always planned. This was, you know, you prepared for this and that's okay. Now, like I said, life is going to throw you curveballs. It's going to get in the way. Setbacks are going to happen. Some days we'll want to lie in bed and not do any of it. And believe me when I tell you that it's okay to do that. What I'd like you to think about, though, is how you can set a limit on this. You know, if it's a small setback, okay, I'll give myself an hour and then I'm going to get up. Or if it's a big setback, you know, perhaps I need a few weeks or a few months to process. But then I'm going to start talking to myself like my best friend. Think about how I can learn and grow and perhaps turn this into an opportunity. And if I really can't do plan A right now, then how can I move to plan B? I really hope this has been helpful and given you something to think about. If you're currently doing the challenge or you're doing another one of our courses or whatever and you're like, oh, I'm so useless because I only did a few days lessons and I've fallen behind or whatever else. Think about what I'm saying here. You know, think about how can you restart? How can you make this a priority for you now? And don't just jump back on the horse if you're not ready to, but start talking to yourself nicer. Start thinking about that plan B, that plan bare minimum. And also how you can see this as an opportunity to learn. I know that I can't do X, so I'm going to reevaluate and do Y. I hope you have a lovely weekend. Look after yourselves and each other and I'll see you again soon. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Anti-Burnout Club. Please don't forget to subscribe and we'll talk again very soon.